Good Monday morning! This is episode 11 of your weekly dose of discipleship and encouragement. I'm Arnie Manzano, and I hope our time together inspires you to live a discipled life and make disciples of Christ. Thanks for joining via the premiere or on demand. I do hope that Good Monday Morning has been a blessing to you. Please share them with others. Our episodes are on Facebook, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Today's guest is a faithful and fruitful disciple-maker and campus minister from Victory in the Philippines. He's a loving husband and has two young daughters. Years ago, his love story with his wife was even featured in a Philippine TV drama, Maalaala Mo Kaya. But today, he shares a different love story. He tells us of God's amazing love and mighty hand over his life saving him from a trying and challenging ordeal against COVID-19. Here's my time with Noel Revelleza. Good Monday morning to you, my dear brother in Christ, uh, Noel Revelleza, or Nono for short. <laughs> Good to see you, man. Hi, Kearney. Uh Thank you for inviting me. Uh, it's a privilege to be here and also to share uh, what happened to me and my story. Uh, Nona and I go a long way back uh, when I was in Victory, Quezon City, now called Victory Katipunan. 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 <laughs> Katipunan. Uh, uh, we were together in the worship team. I was already working that time. And uh, Nono is a student and also uh, one of our campus uh, volunteers. Mm-hmm. You used to play the guitar and the bass, right? Yeah. And you were in the keyboards. Right, Kuya? Yes. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I noticed you're wearing a cap. Can I see your cap? I, I think that's a UP cap. Yes. All I right. Think, uh, church made this uh, cap. Uh, it says okay. here, Diyos uh, uh, at Bayan. Because uh, we used this cap when we reached, uh, we were, uh, we, we had our uh, freshman outreach in UP Diliman. Okay. So, uh, we had this event, a uh, series of events where we invite the, the, the freshman students so that we can really have a uh, we can have uh, we can spend time with them and share the gospel to them so yes so we, we created this cap so that uh, they will have uh, this uh, UB pride and then come on brother faith in God so kaya siya just and just at bayan okay let, let me get my cap so that we both wear oh, caps okay <laughs> let, let, let me show you mine okay yeah Fighting Maroons. <laughs> I hope next year will be our year. <laughs> uh, that's my prayer also. That's a, that's a good uh, logo there. It means uh, puso. Come on. Yes, I had my sister uh, you know, buy this for me. <laughs> Bro, so you're a full-time campus minister right now. I became a campus missionary when I was, uh, I think I started as a, uh, I, I started uh, in 19, sorry, sorry, 2007, I studied in School of World Missions. Mm-hmm. But even during my uh, college years, I was already helping out uh, yes. uh, uh, our student leaders. I was, uh, I was leading a victory group, a small group. And I think uh, even in my college years, I'm already doing a campus, uh, a campus ministry in, my, in UP Diliman. Then finally... Uh, God reminded me of that call again, and then uh, that's the time. It was 2007, and when I when I decided to really study, you know, uh, we have this school in uh, 
in uh, Victory in Every Nation. Yeah. Ministries and it was uh, and then ever since after a year, I was a full-time campus missionary now. And then uh, uh, 2008, I, that's my first year as a full-time campus missionary. And then until now, I'm a campus missionary, so it's uh, more than a de- decade already. And it's yeah. really, I don't know, but my heart for the students is always there. Um, I really love reaching out to students. Every time I see students, um, I always see myself when, when I was young. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm really, I mean, especially if you're a freshman student in a university, uh, of course, you're thinking about direction, you're thinking about uh, making decisions in life. Yes. So that's really my heart. My heart really is to, imp, uh, to impart what I've learned as a, not just a campus missionary, but I was a, as a student believing in Christ, having a faith, having faith in, in Jesus Christ. And because of my relationship with Christ, I was able to make the right decisions, the best decisions in life. Yeah. So that's what I'm sharing, what we're doing, imparting to these students. And it's great. Yeah, we believe that uh, if we change the campus, we, we can really change the world. And we can Amen. We can see that happening even right now. Yeah. So it's great to be a campus missionary. I really love my job, Karen. So... And I, I like what you said about, you know, uh, giving or guiding uh, the students uh, to make the right decisions so that they will walk in the right direction. And yeah. I believe you can only do that or part of a way to do that is to really uh, disciple them. So that's three yeah. Ds already there, bro. That's direction, right. decision, discipleship. Yeah. <laughs> bro, um, I invited you uh, to this show because of something that happened to you recently. And I know it was a challenging time for you uh, and your family. And that is something also that you're thankful to God for in this season. Yeah. You are a COVID-19 survivor. Yes. And it was, I know it's a, it was a harrowing experience. So, Please tell our listeners and viewers about that testimony. Yeah. Actually, it was a really a painful ordeal for me. Not just for me, but also for, for my whole family. But I can also say that my greatest revival happened during that time when I was mm-hmm. in the hospital. Uh, just two months ago, July 9, I first uh, experienced my, my fever, first fever. And then uh, since, you know, um, everyone is uh, paranoid about this, this virus. And even here in the Philippines, we have this uh, protocol that if you have uh, uh, symptoms, especially if you have a fever, uh, symptoms of COVID-19, you should isolate yourself from, from your family, from everyone. Mm-hmm. So even if uh, we, I just had that first fever, we had this instinct already. Me and my wife uh, decided to really, uh, for me to, be, to get isolated from uh, to from them and for, from the, from our children, so I isolated myself in one room, in our room, and then it took us uh, after five days of having on and off fever. Um, I decided to go to the clinic, and then uh, when when the result came, uh, I was so surprised that uh, uh, when I took the rapid test, it was negative, and mm-hmm. I didn't have any UTI uh, disease or something like that. So I was so at peace that uh, I, I, I don't have that, 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 that sickness, that virus. Uh, during that time, it's really hard for me to, 
to be at peace because after five days, I still having this series of fever. Mm-hmm. And on the ninth day, um, because I already have nine days of on and off fever, uh, I lost I lost my my sense of taste. So uh, on the ninth day, that's the time that I had that uh, shortness of breath. And wow. I know that, uh, even if you experience that shortness of breath, if you experience that shortness of breath, it is an emergency thing. Yeah. I remember uh, our our bathroom is just a. Uh, Two three steps away from our bed, and then when I get when I'm trying every time I go to the CR to go to the bathroom, I felt like there's really no air at all inside. So wow. how hard it was, and then uh, we realized we really knew that even my uh, one of our pastors is also a doctor. They he really recommended that uh, it's an emergency case already. So I was rushed to the hospital. And because here in the Philippines, uh, there's so many cases of COVID-19 uh, patients, two hospitals rejected me because there's really no space available for new, new patients. And then on the third hospital that we went to, there was also no space, but there was a tent outside. Mm-hmm. And if you are willing to wait, if you want to be admitted for, for that tent, you have to wait three to five days before you get a room. But uh, since I'm, my, my, my case is really getting worse, yeah. I can barely breathe and I feel like, you know, anytime God will just get me right there. Um, we decided to, to take that tent. And uh, praise God, miracle happens, uh, the miracles happened starting that day. Instead yeah. of waiting for three days, uh, three to four days, the next day, uh, there was an available room for us. So I was admitted right away to that room. And then for the next 10 days in the hospital alone, I was there. And it was really a mental, emotional, spiritual. Yeah. But I can tell you that uh, in the first three days, uh, I only entertained that once because uh, there were lies in my head during that time on the first day. Wow. I was asking that, Lord, of all people, why did you allow me to get this virus? I even stopped looking at Facebook, at uh, social media, because I see my atheist friends. I see my uh, 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 people who are mad about, about life, about the government. I mean, I, I see my friends um, enjoying life. And they're just uh, roaming around. And I was thinking, Lord, why, why, of all people, why did you allow me to get this virus and not these people? Why? Wow. I mean, I was asking that question. And then I also, it was also an emotional thing because I was thinking, Lord, if I die today, how about my wife? I have two young kids, two girls. Yeah. They're just six and two years old. So I don't know if my wife will be able to survive mental, his, uh, her mental capacity with that. So I was thinking, yeah. Like, but on the spiritual side, it's the other way around. We are in you know, on the spiritual side, that's the time that, that uh, I experience. Um, you know that God have you know God has never left me. Amen. During that time, my worship is I don't know. It's really different. Every morning I wake up, I worship God. Uh, I'm singing songs to Him. I, I'm praising Him for giving me another day to wake up. Yeah. Uh, it was uh, an, an attitude of gratitude every day. I was sharing this to 
to to my friends uh, to to the congregation and I mentioned that every gazing is a blessing. Wow, you know? I like that, bro. Every yeah. bleed, every gazing is a blessing. Yeah. Every a miracle. So every time you wake up, it's a blessing. Every time you wake up, that means you know nothing happened to you during your sleep. Mm-hmm. That means that if God allowed you to wake up. In that day, that means God still have a purpose, and you know, uh, God will use you for for His glory. What happened to me was it was really a revival for me, and that it's also the time that I realized that you know, healing is part of your salvation. So when we accepted Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, healing is already part of that. Amen. Yeah. Like claiming a receipt. For example, you went to the mall. You bought a, you know, 55 or 70 inches TV and you want to roam around and buy some, some other stuff. So you have to get to, you have to bring the, the TV to the baggage counter, right? Yeah. And when the time comes that you want to go home and get that TV again, what's the first thing you're going to show the baggage counter for you to get that TV? It's the receipt. Yeah. It's the like claim tag. Yeah. The receipt. Yeah. Something that's the proof that you that you own that thing, that you already bought that thing. And you know what, Kayarni? That I, I see I see healing as a receipt of our salvation. Wow! So every yeah. time that uh, I know, you know what, when I was there, Kayarni, it was really not an issue of healing for me, but it's an issue of timing, because wow. you know, um, healing is already done. Yes. Recovery takes time. Yes. I remember I was praying to God. I was repenting before God. It was my, I don't know, fifth day in the hospital. I was asking God, Lord, I want to get healed right now. Lord, I want to go home. Lord, please do something about it. And then God told me, God impressed to my heart that I'm already healed. But recovery takes time. And I just repented to God. Lord, I'm sorry. I repent. Twisting your hands. Yeah. Because I know that I'm already healed. But I know I need to let my body function because you created my you created medicine you created doctors nurses you created these systems in my body yeah so that you can use them to function and align to your will so it will right yeah, yeah. bro let me let me give you some time to breathe okay that, that yeah. your story is getting exciting as you sure. share it but I just want to highlight what you mentioned a while. I really like that because uh, it's, a, it's a taglish, right? Uh, every gazing is a blessing. So it's like this. Every time you wake up, you get your praise up. Okay, how about that, bro? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you, you really thank God that, you, that he gave you another day to live. And your prayer should be, Lord, let me live for your glory today. That's right. So every time you wake up, get your praise up. Mm-hmm. When I, wa- I was asking God, I mean, every question that I had were answered by God, especially that uh, question of why me? Mm-hmm. God simply answered, because you can. Wow. Other people can't. Wow. And when I, asked that, when, when I heard that from God, okay, Lord, I am at peace. And because you said, you, you, you told me right now that I can, so that means you have a plan. Mm-hmm. That means I will overcome this because I have you. So that means this is going to be a story to tell to people. Amen. Yeah. Encouragement to people. 
Mm-hmm. And I'm really excited. And after that day, when I was struggling uh, with that thought, the next day, I was already, because uh, I don't know, uh, I have, uh, if you're familiar with Strength Finder, my, my third strength is futuristic. Okay. <laughs> next day, I, w- I-, I was really thinking about the future. I was really thinking, this is the places where I'm going to share this story. This is mm-hmm. the where I'm, gonna, I- I'm going to, uh, to testify, interviews like this. And everything The Lord happened. really had the plan. <laughs> and I'm so thankful that you said yes, bro. Yeah. Because sure. I know after you recovered and after you came home, of course, you still served that quarantine period. Mm-hmm. There was also a struggle whether you should actually share this story or not. Am I right? Mm, yeah, somehow. Okay. Because, um, you know, I don't know if it also happens in Singapore and in other nations, but the discrimination here in the Philippines is really strong if you have mm. that virus. So we live in a compound. We have mm-hmm. 10 more uh, neighbors uh, here. And they saw me being brought to the hospital. They saw the ambulance. And then yeah. when I came, it, it was also the ambulance. Yeah. And I remember uh, in, in normal days, uh, they were really trying their best to park in front of our house because our house is in front of our compound. So it's mm-hmm. just right behind the gate. So okay. everybody's trying to park in front of our house. Yeah. This time, no one wants to park in our house, in front of wow. our house. And then we decided, are we going to really share this if people, are, people will just discriminate us? But we really prayed, me and my wife, Joe, we really prayed about this. Yeah. And I remember those times that uh, I was talking to Gavin in the hospital. This is going to be a testimony. Yes. And I was thinking also if I'm going to share because I think I'm the first... Uh, staff in our church, okay, in every nation, Philippines, in Victory, to share that, you know, they had this experience of COVID-19. So, yeah. I, think I was the first one, the first staff to share my my experience. And then we prayed about it, and then I I, I remember Joey already had that cool uh, blog of our <laughs> testimony for three days already and we're still praying, am I going to share this? What time will we share this? What day? And they were really praying, okay, just uh, just uh, hold on and let's just pray about it again until we 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 get that peace from Him, from God. Yes, and yes. And then Saturday night came, it was night time, 9 p.m. She posted uh, our testimony. We were so amazed that uh, when when morning hits and the next day, it was already like uh, 700 shares. Wow. Trending in, in, so in, in Facebook and social media. And people are uh, talking to us. Uh, and there were also people that we don't know personally messaging us that they're also experiencing the same thing. And it's also an opportunity for me. Wow. Yeah. I remember sharing this to uh, sharing the gospel to one of those uh, people who messaged me who, who are who is also experiencing the same thing. And I'm trying to encourage him. I'm trying to uh, give him some advice. And then the Lord told me that he really have to share uh, my mm-hmm. life. So I was able to share the love of Christ to him. And, I mean, That's I, great, bro. Doing that, sharing the gospel in, on, do, uh, on those opportunities. Yes. So again, just to answer your question, Barney, it was really, there was some um, uh, hindrances, we can say. Or mm-hmm. we, we had second thoughts of sharing our story. 
but we just stick to them. I believe that, you know, I think it's, it, is, it was also the enemy telling us not to share our story. Yeah. Yeah, because um, I think the enemy knows that if we share our story, that it's all about Christ, it's all about God. Yes. Okay? Yeah. People will get encouraged and be hopeful again to the Lord. So, Amen. Yeah. Amen. I totally agree, bro. What are, have you been meditating on now? Uh, what have you, you been hearing the Lord lately tell you? We're really praying that uh, God will really direct us to the next season of our lives. I believe that uh, every one of us, since that thing happened to us, um, I was reminded that every one of us has a story to tell. That's great. Yeah. There are also people out there who needs to hear the encouragement. Those, uh, there are people, hopeless people, who need to be hopeful again. Amen. And by hearing stories like this, mm -hmm. that it's not just about manpower, it's not just about human choices. Yeah. It's about the power of God uh, through Jesus Christ. We can do everything. And I remember um, when I was in the hospital, my, the verse, the, my life verse, really was uh, John 10.10. 10. Wow. Yeah. And we know John 10.10, 10, the, the enemy, uh, the enemy's goal is to try to kill, to, de to steal, and to destroy. We know just yes. that. The second part of that verse is, yeah. which became my life mantra, Jesus said, I, but, but I came to give life and life to the full. So you see, mm -hmm. I was thinking, Lord, why, why in this verse, why did you allow the negative part first, like the enemy, you highlighted the enemy first. And then, then, then your verse, then you, you said this verse the, about life to the full. Mm -hmm. And then God told me that, you know what, the enemy will always be there. But God's goal is always to redeem what the enemy has done to us or what the enemy is planning to do to us. Yeah. The enemy is, will always be there. The lies will be there. Accusations will be there. But we have to remember that God will always redeem us, whatever whatever happens to us. Yes. And God's goal is to and God's goal is to give life and life to the full. So I was yeah. quoting that promise. Yeah. No, right. no. Let me share this. The Greek word for that uh, abundant life, the abundant. The Greek word for that is uh, perisos, mm. not peri perisos from Nando's. Okay, <laughs> not that one. Perisos. It means uh, super abundant, excessive quality and quantity, you know, beyond anything that you could imagine. Wow. That's abundant life. That's the perisos life that wow. really Jesus uh, came to give us. Wow. That's good. You know what? When I was reading that, uh, that scripture, God is also telling me that as long as our goal really is to fight for that peace from God. So every day mm -hmm. we, we have, uh, we wake up, every day we make decisions, big or small. As long as we get that peace from Him, even Amen. if you money right now, you don't have enough money on your, in your pockets, or maybe you don't have food right now, or maybe you are in lack right now. Yeah. As long as you have that peace, you have that joy, yeah. you are an abundant person because... Only God can give us that. We cannot have, exactly. we cannot have peace with, if we're going to push for with our own agenda. Like if it's our own agenda only, if it's our own egos only, we will never have peace with, with ourselves. Yes. 
we surrender ourselves to God, we yield to the Lord, we always get that peace even if we face worries and trials and circumstances. Yeah. Jesus said, uh, in this world, you will have tribulation. Yeah. Take heart. I have overcome the world. Amen. No, no. You really have a grace uh, to minister. And you yourself have really been, you know, through this uh, terrible situation that God turned around uh, for uh, your life to be a testimony. So, bro, if I could ask you to... As we wrap up our time together, if you could pray, uh, pray a healing, pray blessing, especially those who are undergoing um, or you know in, in this sickness right now, whether it's COVID nineteen or any other, we have church members here in Singapore whose loved ones, family members in the Philippines, are actually you know COVID nineteen positive, and some of them uh, are going through challenging times too. Others are okay and have actually been healed already and have recovered. We do have also a a church uh, friend who's a pastor in the States and we're keeping him in constant prayer. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, bro, I'll agree with you in prayer if you could lead that prayer for for all of us today. Yeah. One quick thought again. uh, One quick thought before I pray. You know what? That's the hardest thing, and that's one of the hardest moments that I experienced when I was in the hospital. Is that when I was there praying for my life, mm-hmm. God will give me another chance. There are also church me that they didn't know because we didn't mention my case mm-hmm. to, to 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 our friends, even to our churches. The only time that we mentioned it is after everything. I mean, when when I was already healed. Yeah. Are, I remember that there was this one time that, you know, uh, one of our church members texted me because her kuya, uh, who is also a pastor, who is also a minister, has the same, uh, you know, sickness like I did. Wow. It was also a critical one. And then after what happened, when I got healed and I'm here at home, uh, I remember celebrating my second life. She mm-hmm. texted that uh, her koya passed away. Wow. Uh, in case, same time. And there's this question in my, in, in my mind, Lord, why me and not him? Why did you allow to, why did you let me live? And he, he's also a pastor. There's this question in my, in my mind asking God, Lord, why did you allow that pastor to live? And he can can share also his testimony. It's going to be a good time for him to really, a great opportunity for him to glorify your name. And honestly, there was this sense in my heart that, you know, yes, there's, there are thoughts about purpose, there are thoughts about eternal life and joy and peace. But I didn't really get a straight answer from God. Mm-hmm. But what I, what, what I experience is I have this peace in my heart. But you know what? Even if we don't receive the same results, mm-hmm. even if our loved ones you know, pass away, I mean, there are unpredictable things. One day, all, all of us will, will die. But it reminded again of the eternal life. When we think eternally, and we have this eternal mindset. Yes. 
we will never question God about, about death. That's because good. Because always life after death. That's good. Yes. And even if we don't get the same results, some of you are, have relatives who are experiencing the same thing. But the good thing is um, 90% of the time when you get this virus, uh, uh, you will be healed because uh, 90% gets treated or 90% is, uh, are mild cases. Yeah. And if you are a mild, a mild case, you just need to rest and take some yeah. antibiotics. But for, for those of us here who, are, who have uh, family members who are in severe and critical condition, my prayer for us is to really fight hope until the end. Yes. The Bible says that hope will never disappoint us. Amen. Even if we don't get what we want, that hope will still remain there. That peace, that hope will translate to peace and joy in our hearts. Let me pray for, for, for us. Lord, thank you for, uh, for this opportunity for me to share my testimony, my story, Lord. And we know, Father God, based on what I've learned, it's not just about me. It's not about my life. But it's about your life, Jesus Christ. Amen. Because we know, Father God, that even you, you face the most injustice uh, event, Lord God, that happened in history. Yeah. We know, Lord God, that Lord Jesus, when you died on the cross, Lord, you know, Father God, that that will bring life to us right now. Yes. And I pray, Father God, for every one of us. God, we will, we will continue to fight hope. Until you tell us to let go, we will never let go, Lord God, of our loved ones. Until you tell us, Lord God, to fight for our hope, for, to fight uh, for our faith, Lord God, for our family members to get recovered, God, we will mm -hmm. do that. Mm -hmm. And I pray, Father God, for every one of us to have that peace. Lord God, claiming that healing, Lord God, for everyone. Yes. Praying, Father God, for quick recoveries for our loved ones. And I pray, Father God, that uh, right now, Lord God, even if um, there are so many things, Lord God, that bombarding our mind, God, I pray that you will grant peace. Amen. Every one of us, Lord God. God, I, I even pray that the power of this virus, Lord God, is already going down. God, Jesus the power Lord, of yes. this virus, Lord God, is getting low and low. Mm -hmm. And I pray, Father God, that, uh, that this pandemic, Lord God, is about to end. And this pandemic, Lord God, is helping us, Lord God, to... I know, God, it's not a good thing, God, to experience this pandemic. But somehow, Lord God, our faith are increasing, Lord. Yes. Our faith, Lord God, is, is leaning towards you, Father. Mm -hmm. I pray, Father God, for everyone of us, Lord God, to experience you. Yes. Thank you, Lord God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Let me pray a blessing over you also. Lord, thank you for Nono, uh, for Joey, and uh, their two daughters. Thank you, Lord, for how you have carried them through uh, this situation. Thank you, Lord, for truly you have given life and life again <laughs> for my brother Nono. Thank you for the faith that you have deposited in his heart and the courage to share your story to share how you have saved him lord and how you have literally brought him out of darkness into your light out yes. of death into life 
Lord, I speak a blessing over him and his family. Lord, may your protection be always be upon him. And as they continue to minister to uh, everyone they meet, be it a student or a, a young family like them, or even those uh, people who are mature, they will always have a now word to speak to the people. Um, and you will use their story to bring uh, encouragement and to bring hope. Thank you, Lord, that this family is a bearer of your hope. Thank you, Lord, that wherever they go um, or wherever you lead them to be, you have already gone before them. And uh, your hedge of favor and blessings, Lord, will always be around them. Thank you, Father. This is my prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. No, no. Thank, Thank you so much, bro. Thank you, Rearni. Psalm chapter 18, verse 1 and 2 says, I love you, Lord. You are my strength. The Lord is my rock, my fortress, and my Savior. My God is my rock, in whom I find protection. He is my shield, the power that saves me, and my place of safety. Our salvation comes from Christ Jesus alone. No one else is mighty to save. If you need God's saving grace right now, I'd love to pray with you. If you're believing for a miracle for yourself or for a loved one, let's agree in faith and in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you in faith and in confidence. Thank you, Lord, for your word also says, Your arm is not too short to save, nor your ear too dull to hear. Thank you that you hear our prayers. And Lord, we ask, Lord, for healing for those who need it right now, for those who need it the most. I pray and speak your protection for family members, Lord, for provision for everyone, Lord God, who needs it, who is crying out to you, O Lord. Lord, thank you that you hear our prayers. Lord, we continue to pray for the healthcare professionals and workers, Lord, tirelessly giving care and compassion and comfort, Lord, to those who need it right now. Lord, thank you, Lord God, that nations and leaders are coming together with its people to fight this COVID-19. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that your healing can come, Lord, to every part of society, to every nation, tongue, and tribe. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We ask you, Lord God, to save us, for you alone are mighty to save. This is our prayer in Jesus' name. Thanks for joining us today. I hope this episode was a blessing to you. Like or comment on the video or share them with others. Follow Good Monday Morning on Facebook for daily inspirational content which you can also share. Or subscribe to YouTube or podcast for our weekly episodes. That's it for today. Have a good Monday morning and a blessed rest of the week.